What's up, everybody? It's time for Whatever I Want, hosted by me, Logan Lewis. Uh, happy happy Saturday. That's when I'm recording this. Uh, before I get to the guest today, of course, uh, always the same programming notes at the top. Uh if you're not following us on Instagram, you definitely should. It's whatever Logan wants on Instagram. That's where you get notified of all of the new episodes and updates and all of that fun stuff. It's easy way to follow along and get in the know on whenever a new episode drops. But uh, you wouldn't have to get those updates, I guess, if you just were subscribed on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, wherever you listen. Because if you subscribe, it guarantees that you'll get a little notification uh, telling you that, uh, the episode's out. So subscribe, follow along, do whatever you got to do to stay in the know. And yeah, my guest today, uh, she owns her own beauty uh, and personal care uh, company, and she's based out of Atlanta, Georgia. Please welcome Renee Clore. Hi. What up, Renee? What's up? How goes it? It's good. Um, wrapping up a long week. Fall has been crazy. Yeah. Fall has been super crazy due to COVID and all that. Mm -hmm. We have just like a pile up of spring that had to reschedule plus fall. And then it all just got mashed into these three months. And it's I'm super grateful, but I'm looking forward to it kind of slowing down a little bit. And I don't think I ever would ever say that. Yeah. <laughs> Financially, never. But I am like, thank God. There's a weekend that I don't have to do anything. That I can even come and do this. Mm -hmm. It's been so busy, but so great. Yeah, that's good. That's good. How's uh, how's everything been um, since COVID started? Like, has it, have have you seen a real significant impact? Yeah, absolutely. It's it's weird. It's weird. A lot. Of, I don't know. I feel like it's there's no like right or wrong answer for it. It's it's weird. It's you know you got to be sensitive to some people's feelings with stuff. It's you see. I swear this like has brought out the craziness in like everybody. I. As far as, I mean, we take ex extra protocol when it comes to, like, cleanliness and all this stuff, but when it comes to the actual client, it's been very, very strange, to say the least. Some clients are like, who cares, whatever, I'm, like, my wedding or my event is happening, like, we're going to do this. I don't care about the mat, like, please be here. And it's like, okay, like, great. But then you have people who literally invite you into their homes to, you know, provide them a service, and they're just like, can you just please... Make sure you don't touch anything. Don't touch the walls. Wow. And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. But I'm like, I'm going to be like. Touching you. Literally touching you and being in your face. Granted, like we have masks on and everything's clean and all this stuff. But I'm just like, I don't know. I feel like if I was that uptight about it, I certainly wouldn't want somebody in my house. Yeah, it's right. so weird. It seems, seems like a, a an interesting complaint of to especially with a company like yours where you are right. pretty yeah like you said all up in their face yeah it's please don't touch the doorknob it's like okay yeah uh, i'm like okay well can you like see me out or like i don't know yeah, what you want me to do like <laughs> don't touch the door when you knock it's like yeah. uh do you want me to just like bump my body against the door a few times like, i know and it didn't help i have like this huge massive case like this <laughs> massive case that's actually like a toolbox from home depot and she has this little, like, two-tiered townhome-style, like, staircase. And I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, my gosh. She's going to, like, kick me out of here before we even get upstairs. <laughs> I'm like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, cool. So I guess just kind of give the people a rundown on how we connected, how we met. 
Um, well, this is our first time meeting, so it I'm is. super excited about that. I don't know, through like chatting the last few days, I'm like, oh, this is super chill. Like, I already feel like I know you or something, especially since Jillian, who actually, you know, made this opportunity possible. Um, me and her have been working together for the past, gosh, maybe three years. I don't even remember. That's terrible. It's been a while, though, because I've only been in Georgia about five years. But anyway, long story short, she was your first episode, which I just found out. And she was like, my friend Logan, like, he hosts this podcast show. It's so cool. Like, you have to be on it. Like, I yeah. recommend it. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, hell no, I'm not doing that. Like, still awkward. I'm already <laughs> awkward anyway. And I'm just like, how? And I, like, I kept thinking about it, the drive over here. And I'm like, find myself, like, running through these, like, things. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, Am I going to be, like, Aubrey Plaza awkward where, like, she, I just sit there and I just, like, answer. I'm just, like, yes, hello. I don't know. So, but anyway, yeah, it was through Jillian, who we work with all the time. Um, I call her my work wife. She calls you the same thing. Yeah, it's just we are so close considering we probably don't spend a lot of time, like, exclusively, like, together. Mm-hmm. Like, let's go to lunch or something yeah. like that. It just It's always work and then... But we've built such a close relationship, so I don't know. Like, when she brought this up, I'm like, well, any friend of a Jillian or friend of Jillian's is a friend of mine. Yeah, so, absolutely. I'm yeah. really happy. Um, when she when she sent me your contact to hit you up, uh, I'm pretty sure it was called, like, My Work Wife. And yeah. <laughs> oh, is it? I'm pretty sure. I'm Shit. pretty sure it was. Okay, I had to change that because if somebody saw that on my end, they'd be like, uh, who's your I'm work sorry, wife? who's your work wife? Excuse me? Uh, who's this? Who's yeah, this? dang, I'm going to have to note it. I'm going to have to update her. Yeah, It absolutely. says Jillian with the little camera. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry, Jillian. Um, so you mentioned you've only been in Georgia for five years. Where were you f- before that? Uh, we moved here, my husband and I, well, not husband at the time, but from LA, we were like, wow, yeah, we were in Santa Monica, like doing that. I'm born and raised from California. So when I, or when we decided to move out here, it was very difficult for me for like a bajillion reasons. And I had never really been anywhere besides the West coast. So forgive me, but literally when I thought of Georgia, I was like, Oh my gosh. Yeah, no. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I literally thought of like, ding, 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 ding. Yeah, like like, country music. I was like, like, there's no freaking way uh, I'm going to Georgia. Yeah, exactly. And my in-laws are out here, so, you know, it was the whole, like, Mm -hmm. get out here, we'll help you get on your feet, and Mm -hmm. I just, it has been one of the best things we've done, though. Really? Yeah, I mean, we, I mean, we're living great and had great jobs and all this stuff over there but it was just we were never going to kind of get where we wanted and the quality of life we wanted out there you know especially like we have kids Mm -hmm. so and that makes a huge difference it was we were never gonna have like the backyard and right I never was like that oh I want a white picket fence like type of person but I think when you have a family like your priorities change and all that. I still don't want a white picket fence house, but I want my kids to have a backyard to be yeah. like, please get away from me for a minute. <laughs> and that wasn't going to happen like an apartment or, you know, with four other roommates. It's just so expensive. It really so is. So expensive. The cost of living out there too is is crazy. Is it, I've heard, I hear people all the time out here saying like the cost of living in Atlanta is crazy. Is it anything close to what LA is? You know, I have kind of, so when I first moved here, I didn't really know my demographic that well as far as, like, 
costs and stuff because where I kind of got a lot of my, you know, my grit and a lot of my experience from was in Beverly Hills, California. Wow. So it's a little challenging to come from that type of price point and be used to that. And, mm-hmm. you know, um, and then coming here and I'm kind of like, okay, like suburb outside of the city. Cause for a minute people were like, Oh my gosh, like that is so expensive. Like this, this and that. So I was just like, okay, let me like be a faux client and call yeah. around. So for like a month I called businesses, hair salons, apartment complexes. Like I looked at house listings mm-hmm. just to kind of see, idea. yeah, to yeah. get an idea. And I knew where we lived. I'm like, wow. Like obviously like so much more bang for your buck, but I would say Atlanta Midtown bucket, like you're kind of like, yeah, it's pretty, yeah, it's, it's pretty expensive, pretty up there. I don't know if it would be as crazy as up there as LA because you could literally get like a dump and still be paying like $2,500. Yeah, that's and it's crazy. just crazy. But I mean, Atlanta has so much like history, LA does too, but it's it's so it's a completely different universe mm-hmm. from here from both cities. So I don't know, I think. But we don't live there. We live in Cumming, Georgia, in wow. Forsyth, where I'd say the majority of it is like a upper, upper middle class, and I don't mean that like in a boastful way at all because we still, you know, like make do with like our paychecks and sure. all this stuff. Yeah. So it's definitely we are still a work in progress and getting where we want to go. But the community is very different from what I'm personally like used to, like how I grew up and all that stuff. So I'm kind of like. I can't tell if I'm like, I'm so glad my kids are going to grow up in this or part of me is just kind of like, are they going to get any outside perspective besides this little community bubble, this little town's in? I mean, I love it so much, but I don't, I, now that they're getting older, my brain kind of like jumps back and forth with that. It's weird. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. <laughs> How old are your kids? 10, four and one. Wow. I know. That's crazy. I know. What's it like? <sighs> I don't know. I don't even <laughs> think there's a word. I, a lot. Amazing. Like literally every adjective you could think of in one. I will say I'm so grateful. Like they're all boys. Oh, really? All yeah, boys. All okay. boys. Like we love them. They're so fun. They're so easy. They're all, they're all three. So, 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 so different. Like so many people are like, oh, like you guys should have a girl. Like we had a say in that anyway, but do you want to have a girl? And I'm just, I don't know why. I'm just like, no, I've never even, I never even wanted kids. And here I am three kids later, but like, I'm not into the girl thing considering what I do for work. Right. Yeah. I just, I don't want it. Like, I was, sounds so I was mean. assuming <laughs> that that might have something to do with it almost. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Like the boy thing is awesome. Like right now it's just like, oh man, like we're getting out of the baby phase and it hit me. I'm like, Zach, that's my husband. Like, we've had a baby or, like, a toddler, because Izzy is the middle one, and he's four, going to be five. And Dom is a little over a year. Like, we've had a baby for, like, five years. Because right when he was getting out of, like, pull-ups and stuff like that, we started all over. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, like, I lo- we love it. It's so cool. But I'm just so ready for, like, the next the next part, like, the, the football games. And, yeah, okay. getting them into sports and yeah, schools. Yeah, I'm excited about that. They're starting to develop their own personalities, and, like, I just want to be able to, like, grab my keys and be like, put your shoes on, and they all do it. Yeah. And I don't yeah. have to help them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. I Is it uh, – this is going to be a horrible comparison con- considering they're actually humans with, you Are you going to compare it to a pet? Well, I was going to say <laughs> – not, not a pet, but I was going to say, like, 
Is it almost like with your first kid, you're kind of like testing the water. It's almost like buying a new video game. It's like, okay, I'm, it was my first time. Like the I'm trial gonna, kid? Yeah, the trial kid. And then the second time, you're like, all right, lessons learned from the first kid. Don't do this. Do this. Don't do this. And then the third kid, you're like, eh. Yeah, you know, okay. That's <laughs> the way my parents describe it. I feel like I'm the oldest of six, and I feel like that's kind of it. Because when like my youngest sister is 16, 15, 16 now, I was 16 when she was born. Wow. So like, there's a huge age gap, and like, they talk about like, yo, mom, this or that, and me and my older brother, we're just like, oh, sh- please, they're so yeah, over you. Please, <laughs> I don't know if they're more over you or just done, but I don't know for. There, yeah, I will say we are so, we were very, very lucky. All three of our boys, like, Brandon's the oldest. He was so easy, so happy all the time. Izzy's the same way. Um, Dom is, like, the happiest baby in the entire world. We mm-hmm. didn't really deal, you know you hear those horror stories? Yeah. Where they're like, oh, my gosh, so bratty. Or Especially they, about boys. Yeah, they didn't sleep. They, this, and, like, I don't know. Like, I can't complain about that. Like, I honestly, like, find myself bragging on them sometimes. Don't get me wrong. Like, Izzy. <laughs> the middle. <sighs> yeah, the middle. I can't, like, I don't even know if he has, like, such thing as middle child syndrome yet, but he is, like, truly something else. And sometimes I'm like, oh, God. Like, this is just, like, the tip of it. Like, he's the sweetest, but he's just, I don't know. He's has so much personality in this little tiny body and i'm just like where's it all gonna go yeah but so far so good i mean i wouldn't say like anything crazy different with all of them or and it just because i feel like we've been so lucky I, the, the smallest one i mean we kind of had to like naturally baby him a little bit more when he was born but he came like two months early wow. so that was like a curveball for us where it's like the first two were like cool whatever not whatever yeah, but just but like you know, this is standard. Kind of scheduled, kind of on time. Totally situation. Yeah, and then the last one was so different. He was like about a month in the NICU, and it was just I went right back to work right after. Like that was when like life just like exploded all at once. It was just like terrible timing for everything. And but I mean, he's perfect now and easy. So I'm just kind of like, all right, we're doing good. Like I'm yeah. scared. I'm like, I hope the years don't go by, and then all of a sudden it's like there it is. <laughs> I'm curious on what their take is, especially the older and the middle, because they obviously your one year old has no, you know, obvious understanding about what's going on in the world, especially with right. the, with the virus and everything. I'm curious what you like, what your oldest like is he just like these masks suck? I'm over this, or well, is he just yeah. like going with the flow because you and your husband is that this like this is a rule and this is a new rule you have to adapt to? Like I think. They're so young. Like, 10 is kind of when you're starting to understand stuff. Mm-hmm. And 4 or 5 is kind of when you're starting to, I feel like, catch on to, like, okay, this is what we do here. But I don't know. I feel like when I talk to Brandon, who's a 10-year-old, he's just, I don't know. I feel bad. I can't tell if he likes a virtual learning more so because mm-hmm. he doesn't have to go to school because he's right getting in, like, kids are total... Do I have to watch my mouth on this No, show? you don't. Kids are just such little assholes. Like, in... <laughs> He is starting to experience that. Yeah. And I just, of course, as a parent, you're like, oh, we're going to like that kid up. Like, <laughs> but so I think he's kind of, he's partial to it because it's like he doesn't have to be at school. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh. But, you know, you want to put them out there. And so they're not like socially awkward and all this. And Izzy, he goes to school. Um, From what I understand, like everybody's being super cautious. And I don't know, the mask thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Brandon's like very 
or tries to act that he's like very aware. Mm-hmm. So he's just like, you know, we don't want to get COVID like this, yeah, this, and he's, that. Yeah, he's woke. He's already woke. Yeah, and I'm kind of like, oh, you annoy me a little bit with that. But I'm just, <laughs> Stop being so woke. You're 10. Yeah, I'm like, you're 10. Calm down. Like, <laughs> there's like politics on the TV. And she's like, turn this off. Like, well, and I'm like, Brandon, like, shut up. Like, I won't say that, but I'm like, what the heck? Like, That's what's crazy. My girlfriend, she's a second second grade teacher, I think. Oh, man. If she hears this and I got that wrong, I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, uh, and she says that she will, like, especially with it being election season and everything, she said that she'll, like, her second graders are, like, talking about, like, my parents voted for this. and Dude, and, they and listen like, to you. Me? They like, listen to what they're saying and, and they're, they'll like, repeat it. asking each other what, they vote, what their parents voted for. And they're like, well, if I was old enough, I'd vote for this person. And it's like. It's crazy. Excuse me, you're in second grade. Please just talk about dinosaurs and, yeah, and like, cars like, and, slow down, and princesses and, and stuff. There's like, no such thing anymore. Like, even preteen girls, they just want to be, you know, these, like, Insta models and Insta famous. Th- it's like everybody wants to grow up, and it's crazy that, like, that just goes to show how much your kids, like, pay attention mm-hmm. to you and listen. Even when you don't think they're listening to, like, a side conversation, it's like Th- they're hearing. they're going to repeat it or they're going to, like, think the same way you do they're gonna talk the same way you do and it's crazy and that's i don't know it's uh, i'm so nervous for my kids to get older i don't want them to like rush growing up but i'm just like what's gonna happen like 10 more years take it from me who's somebody who like i didn't hate my parents growing up by all means like that's (laughs) not hopefully mom and dad when they hear this they don't think i'm about to like roast them (laughs) Um, i um up until i was about maybe 16 17 18 I kind of realized, like, my parents are, like, my friends. Like, oh, for sure. I now think, and I'm sure you can relate, maybe your husband, too, I assume, just once you get past that threshold of, like, I'm telling you what to do, you're going to go to school, you're going to do your chores, you're going to do this. Once you get to the point where you're an adult and you can, like, almost relate to your parents on, yeah. like, yeah, taxes suck, or, man, I got to <laughs> go to work. And once you can relate to your parents, it's almost like... My parents are now my friends. Like, I oh, now totally. consider my, like, I want to hang out with my parents. Yeah, me like, too. I That's how I want my kids to be. Like, I don't want them to be, like, mama's boys or anything. But for me personally, yeah, absolutely. I completely agree. I, I've always been super close to my parents mm-hmm. since a kid. Like, my dad's always been, like, I guess both my mom and my dad. They've just been so awesome. And it's just, I don't know. I, I get, like, I think everybody kind of goes through that phase where it's, like, ugh, like, I can't, sorry guys, I can't do this. My parents said no or whatever, but I don't know. Like I completely agree with that. And that's, it's sad when people don't kind of have that. Um, I will I say, truly agree. yeah, when my husband, like, I don't know, I kind of struggle with like the super leniency, like I'm your friend. Like mm-hmm. I got your back and it's like, cool. Like I'm totally like, I got your back no matter what. I'll support you no right. matter what. Always tell the truth. You know that whole spiel. Yeah, but there's a line but you I'm can't cross. But I'm not your friend. Right. Yeah, like that is just, and I see it all the time. I work with like these like high rollers up in these country clubs and stuff that have like these, you know, preteens and, mm-hmm. you know, formal or whatever event it might be or like Christmas party. And the way these kids talk to their parents or the it's way these, these mom and daughters have these like <laughs> bumping elbows. It's crazy. And I'm like... And, you know, no judgment. Everybody has their own, like, shit they do, like, in their families. But I'm just, like, I just don't see how, I don't know, like, how how are you going to respect me if I'm your friend? And that's no, like, I don't know. I kind of, I'm not one of those, like, keyboard, like, 
arguers on like Facebook or anything, but I see <laughs> You're not st- a keyboard warrior. Hell no. Like I'm so like, whatever I stay out of it. Like, yeah, I'll have my opinions, but like, what the hell is my opinion? Like telling you to be like, as a matter of fact, like what you're still right. going to think what you think. Like, yeah. I don't really give a shit. Just don't bother me. Yeah. But there's like this, like thing now that I've noticed. It's just, ugh, I'm trying to think of the word and I can't think of it. And it's just like, you know, when your kids are asking for privacy or when they're da, 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 like, it's like you are setting them up for trauma and this, and I'm like, Oh my gosh. Like mm-hmm. this is why everybody like is freaking crybabies now. Yeah. Like it's like, I want my way right now the way I want it. And no matter, and it's like, if that's not going to start like in the house, like uh, with your parents, like mm-hmm. the first two people in the entire world that you like learn everything from, how are you like raising these people to like go out and be like their decent own people, people right. and own people? It's so crazy to me. And it's, I don't think, I mean, <laughs> I'm not traumatized. If anything, like I respect my elders now and I am a good person because I, you know, I didn't get everything I wanted in life and all this stuff. It's, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's so weird. Like all these crazy opinions that are just like, you're making people mentally ill because of the way you raise them. Right. And granted, there's a very fine line with that. So I'm not saying that this isn't possible, but I'm just like kind of going back to what you're saying. It's just like, like, how are you supposed to like relate to your parents or mm-hmm. connect with them? These are like supposed to be your lifelong best friends. Yeah. I'm curious. Uh, you said, uh, so you're one of six, you yeah. said? Wow. Um, what was that like? What, tell me about your childhood. What was what was all that like? <sighs> um, <laughs> That's very broad. Very, I know. very broad. Jillian like, told me I should ask you about your childhood. I'm just like, which version should I tell? Like, <laughs> You can tell the real version. It's we're we're like, all real here. Yeah, um, I don't know. Well, it's not even, okay, well, like. Long story short, you know, it was, I I grew up with two sets of parents, like, my whole life, and it was, like, most people would be, like, oh, what, like, that's so crazy, or, oh, that sucks, but, like, I personally, I, I did, well, one, I didn't know any different, and two, I feel very, like, fortunate and blessed, like, my dad, it was always, like, my dad and my stepmom, and then my mom and my stepdad, but they're Mm -hmm. all so, such a huge, positive role in my life, like, for so many different reasons, and, like, I was super close to my stepdad. I was super close to my stepmom. So I never looked at it like, oh, well, that's like my step. Yeah, like, it was, that's okay. Like they're just my step parent. Yeah, like, it was not even never my like that. Yeah. yeah, no, it was never ever like that. Like I love them e- like literally equally. And some people would be like, well, you know, your parents, your parent, but it's, it's like to me, there's yeah. really no difference. Yeah, but I mean, like typical, like that. It was really weird because growing up, like they were, we'd all go camping together and. Like both sets yeah, of parents dude, and everything. It was crazy. Oh, so it was super civil and like yeah, it, or it may not have, but they at least did it. I mean, for you yeah, kids. totally. Like they at least put yeah, it I mean, it was very cool. But you know, you're a kid, so you don't see like the other bullshit. Like they right until like you're older, scenes, and you're yeah. like, oh my gosh, I can't believe how much you guys hate each other. Yeah, <laughs> like how did I not see it this whole time? But, I mean, whatever. I don't think they really, like, talk much unless they absolutely have to. But, I mean, like, my parents were young when they had me. They got, you know, remarried, like, and all that stuff. But, you know, I have some, like, I have brother. I think there's brothers in between. And then the youngest is a sister. So, I mean, I kind of just did that back and forth. Um, I was born, like, in the Bay Area. And then we all moved to, like, Central Valley, California, which is, like, like, somebody said it's the armpit of California. And I was like, 
offended, but I was like, that is not even wrong. <laughs> like, it's just, it's all ag. Really? Like, ag, yeah. You, like, everybody knows, like, Bakersfield or, like, Stockton. Yeah. And Bakersfield, everybody's just like, ugh. Or, like, Fresno is <laughs> just like, ugh. Because it just smells like cow manure the whole drive through. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then, like, you're in this, like, little valley, literally, and it's just the it's so hot and all this stuff. And so it's like, I pretty much grew up there in small, like Modesto, California, right? Like by Stockton and everybody like, Oh, Stockton. And I'm like, is it that bad? Maybe I just didn't know any better growing up. But I mean, it's, it is what it is. Like a lot, most of my family still lives there. Um, I will say, you know, growing up, I, you know, did like the college thing, graduated high school, Mm -hmm. all that stuff. But I was just like, I'm like, getting the hell out of here like, out of california no just out, out of, of like Minnesota. yeah i went to san diego um i went to cosmetology school there all that like finished there and i was just like okay and my best friend's like dude like let's move to la and i was like hell no like i mm-hmm. never had any interest doing that and we gosh I feel so old now because I'm like, this was all like my early twenties and this is not, and it literally <laughs> feels like two years ago. Really? Yeah. Like when you ask me my age and you're like, no way. I'm like, dude, it's the sad truth. <laughs> I know. Like I promise like, but yeah, like childhood is great. It's one of those like small town stories, I guess like nothing crazy. It just got like fun and crazy. Like once it was just like, all right, like I know what I want to do now let's do it. And it was just like me and my best friend, at the time, um, she convinced me. She was just like, let's go to L.A. Like, screw this. Like, let's get a change of scenery. I mean, but San Diego is amazing. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But there was just a bunch of, like, weird time in my life. Super toxic. Terrible, terrible relationship. Like, What, with your friend? or you No, with, with my boyfriend my at friend. the time. Yeah, and, like, my best friend was just like, you got to get the hell out of here. Like, all my friends were like, just go, mm-hmm. please. Like, get away from this person. Like, this, this, and that. And I did, and I moved there, and she was on her way out of this, like, oh, my gosh. The way I even moved there was, like, the weirdest thing. Like, it's <laughs> the first day I woke up in L.A. It was the official day I was supposed to move to L.A., but somehow, miraculously, after work one day, there was, like, this rave going on in, like, San Bernardino or something like that, and me and my friend Danny. She's like, fuck it, like, let's go. This is, I'm like, oh, I can't go. Like, Naomi's picking me up tomorrow at Ryan's house. Mm-hmm. Like, we're, I'm moving, like, I'm changing my life. Like, we're starting yeah. over. And she's like, come on, like, let's just go. And so we go, and we go to the wrong venue. It was just this <laughs> super long night. And then the people we're supposed to meet up with were like, we're at the W in Hollywood, just come here. So at this point, it's like one in the morning okay, and we're barely getting like stuff started. And I'm like, I cannot do this. Like <laughs> I was so tired. So I was like, you go up in the hotel, party your ass off. Like I'm going to sleep in the back seat. And that's literally what I did. Wow. And then I heard like banging on the window and it's so fucking crazy. It's like my friend, Danny, this like super popular, like DJ at the time. And it's T-Pain. Like literally what? I'm like laying on my back on her back seat and like I open my eyes and I look out the window and I'm like, no fucking way. And T-Pain L- is banging on the car door? Yeah, they're just like, come on, like get up, like let's party. And I'm like, what? how the hell does she know these people? Like what the hell? And I, I get up and I'm like in full on like rave attire. Yeah. Like I was ready to go. I'm not kidding. I had like this like bra with a bunch of like dangly yeah. pieces and I had like this thong on with the 
freaking fishnets and I had this super long like fur vest. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't just get out and walk around. Like what the hell? Yeah. So long story short, we leave her car there. We get in their car. So we have like car service. We go to this mansion in Bel Air. And in the meantime, Naomi's like, Hey, like is all your stuff packed? And I'm like, yeah, totally. Like <laughs> it's already like, it's packed at Ryan and Ryan's, he's one of my best friends. And we were staying together at the time. And when I say ready, I mean like, it wasn't ready. I had some hefty bags like waiting by my drawers to be like thrown into. So I'm like, how am I going to get there in time to like pack my shit and be like, okay, let's move at this like Bel Air place. I'm just, I'm not, I haven't even had a sip of alcohol yet. I'm just trying to absorb like yeah, what is what's happening going on right now. I'm so tired and we get there and there's just like a shit ton of people there. Apparently you, you know, you rent these houses and people just throw bangers. There. Yeah. Yeah. So I see like all these people like Paris Hilton is there and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I do not belong here. This is so weird. And I'm totally <laughs> dressed like in this outfit yeah. and granted, like it's a party. So there's people dressed like a little more eccentric. So I kind of don't feel that bad. And fast forward to all like, you know, the normal party stuff. Like I won't share all those details, Sure. but fast forward, I wake up upstairs in this bedroom by myself, like in this huge room. That's literally just made of glass windows, like overlooking like the hills. And I'm like, uh oh, like how did I get here? Like I'm in LA, like Naomi is in like San Diego as we speak, trying to pick me up. Like I, ugh, I'm so glad I'm not like this anymore. Blacked out <laughs> and I wake up and I'm like, shit, I don't know where my phone is. Like nothing. So there's this phone and this like butler guy comes in the room and he's like, are you okay? Like, do you need a phone? And I'm like, absolutely. All I, I was like in survival mode. So the only thing I could think of was, so I worked at the Carlton at the time at the salon there. So I was like, I'm going to call the front desk. Olivia is working today. Who's one of my good friends. And I'm going to get Naomi's phone number that way. And I'm going to call her and just be like, uh, listen. <laughs> so I did that. And she's like, thank you for calling the Carlton. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, Olivia, I need Naomi's number right now. Like, Tell her to call me back on this number. I'm going to try to call her. And she's like, okay. And so she gives me her phone number and I have my purse on the floor and I have a lip liner and I'm writing her phone number down on like oh my God. this piece of paper I found. And I call her and she's like, hello. And I'm like, oh my God, thank God. I was like, I'm in, I'm in LA. And she's like, well, how did that happen? I'm like, listen, I need to just get into your house and just, just meet me here. Like leave my shit there. We'll figure it out later. And she's like, Oh my God. Like, are you okay? I'm like, yes, I'm not sure what happened. I'm okay though. And I'm still in this outfit, by the way, <laughs> it's terrible. So these people I was like hanging out with, they were leaving to like ultra the next day. Mm -hmm. And we were all supposed to like get on this plane and go there together. And I'm so glad I didn't do that. I couldn't even imagine how much worse that could have got. But I find myself literally just sitting on the steps of this like Bel Air mansion waiting for a fucking taxi. Jesus. And I'm like, this is it. Like, this is my opener. Like, this yeah, is this LA. is the grand and opening. I was, and I felt so stupid. I felt so terrible. I was coming down from this worst hangover and this Russian like guy picks me up in this cab and the butler, he's like, so-and-so told me to give you this. Who was the people we were hanging out with the night before? And it's just like a hundred dollar bill. And I'm like, thank you. Not like in a weird, like they paid me for anything because nothing like that happened. But I right. think it was just like, here's for your fair your party favor. And well, yeah, I had, didn't and have, fair, yeah. I have shit on me. Right. Nothing. So 
<laughs> like, I don't know where my wallet was. I was a mess. And so I get in there and this guy's like, I'm like, here's the address. Take me here. And so she was still up in like the valley, like over in Burbank area. So it's like this hour drive from Bel Air. And I'm sitting there like, oh, my God, like, don't talk to me. And he's like, oh, you, you know, you party with his like accent. And I'm like, no. And he's like are you an entertainer? I'm like, no. And he's like, well, are you a stripper? And I'm like, no, No. (laughs) I'm dying. Please stop talking to me and take me to my destination. (laughs) So he takes me there and my friend like share, like she she, like was a roommate with all these like writers and shit like that. So they were having like some Sunday fun day there. And she gave me the key code to this house. And I went in there and I don't know how I snuck past like 50 people, but I just like died in her bed. And when she came in the room that night, she's like, so what are we going to do now? And that was just like, the rest was like history. Like we killed it there together. We did everything together. Like we were like a team, awesome team. Like in this Beverly Hills salon, like she was cut. I was a color specialist. We worked so many amazing like events. Like it was just awesome. We were there for, or I was, she's still there, but I was there for about maybe three, four years. And then I met my husband and everything just like really fast forwarded and, we moved to Georgia. Wow. <laughs> yeah. How about a story like that? Yeah. Holy shit. That is like the tip of the tip of the tip of the iceberg. But it's just like, I don't know. When I moved here, like my head was still shaved. Like I was like <laughs> totally. And I'm like, okay, I learned really quick. Like this is not the place to be like, try to be cool and eccentric. And like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like I worked at makeup counters on the side yeah. and you know, like I was cool and trendy and edgy and tattooed. And like I did makeup, like, yeah. but man, I, my, I didn't know Buford, Georgia to Buckhead to yeah. Woods. Like I didn't know where I was right as far as like where the cool scale or anything like that went. And I'm like, well, the only way I'm going to learn is I better just apply at a counter and like learn what the hell is going on around here. Mm-hmm. So I applied at like a Macy's and they yeah. hired me like on the spot at the impulse wow. counter, which is like a Sephora Ulta, like in a Macy's. Yeah. So it was between that or a mat counter. So I was like, oh, thank God. Something that feels like familiar. Yeah. But I learned very quickly, like as I started like walk in and out of work, like I would get like triple takes from these like ladies that were just like offended, like, oh, oh my God, like look at that girl. And I'm like, well, what about you was offending them? It's just, it's where the, it's where it is. Like it's the area. It's really, yeah. And it, I mean, I won't say it's all like that. I mean, cause I've met some beautiful, talented, amazing people who definitely can rock that style. But I just, I was, oh, I was also pregnant at the time. Mm. So I just looked like a hot mess. <laughs> I didn't wear my wedding ring all the time because I was like fat and swollen. So it was just, <laughs> I was just like this abomination to them. They're just like, oh my gosh, look at this girl that looks so different than us. Like, let's just stare and gawk. <laughs> so I'm like, at first I'm like, I hate it here. This is the worst place I've ever been. It's a shithole. Like, and like fast forward to now. And I'm just like, this is great. I'm, we're so blessed. We're so fortunate. We got a thriving business. And yeah, I don't feel like it's my forever home yet, but it's a damn good start. It's a good start. Yeah. Wow. How about a, how about a tale of like that? And you, you're, you're perfect on the transitions too, because it just, (laughs) every single one of your points ends with like a perfect transition to let's pivot and talk about the business. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Tell me how it started. Did you start it here when you moved here? Did you kind of have the ideas way back when, when you were still in California, like how did it kind of all come together? Mm. Excluding the Jillian stuff. We'll get to her. Yeah. Oh, we will for (laughs) sure. Um, I had these, um, like 
ideas way back when. But you know when you come up with these ideas that seem so big and you're like, there's no way. Like, my yeah. brain's going to explode. I totally. don't even know where to start. Um, I definitely felt like that for a long, like, years, honestly. And it wasn't until... Um, because over there I was doing different stuff, like fashion. Sh- it was a d- whole different speed, like, in California. When I came here, I was like, okay, like, holy crap. Like, I can make some big bucks, like, with these women that have events, that can afford these crazy events, these these weddings and all this stuff. And I'm like, holy smokes, like, this is where it's at. And so that's just kind of where it was. And I, it was honestly kind of, like, on accident. I was just booking and booking and booking until I got so busy to where I was like, and I was turning people away. And I'm like, now I'm like, what an idiot. I would I'd be booked like a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or all my Fridays, all my Saturdays for a month would be booked. And I was turning people away, being like, oh, you know, I'm so sorry I'm booked. When I'm like, you idiot, like, you need to get some people on your team here. Yeah. So I started to kind of like contract or freelance like a few people. And that's kind of honestly where it started. And that's kind of, we've kind of evolved into that now. So I, I have about... Four people that I consistently use um, under us. I mean, we're still very small, but, like, we're doing shit. Like, it's awesome. So now it's, like, I'll be on site somewhere, and then I'll have everybody else, like, you know, doing their own thing, whether it's a birthday or a wedding or a quinceanera or something like that. Um, so, on, and I'm just like, well, like, let's do the next step. Like, let's legitimize myself. So I went and looked into writing up contracts and then getting, like, starting with like an LLC, like just, just because people were starting to ask questions. So it was just a huge learning curve. I literally started from scratch and was like, like I still update my contracts based on like shit that happens. I mean, like I'd say it's very well-rounded for now, but I'm like, you learn. It is such a learning experience where you're like, that was terrible. You annoyed me beyond belief. Like I have to add a clause <laughs> in my contract to be like, just so you know, this shit's not flying. Yeah. Like, yeah. so it's definitely still like a learning curve and all that. But I think 2016 it was when I kind of like officially was like, okay, like I need a name. I need, let me like brand myself because for a minute, you know, it was some generic, like makeup by Renee C. Or, mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's so corny. I like, I'm proud of myself. And so, but I look back and it makes me cringe a little bit. I'm like, Oh my gosh. I don't think I would ever hire anybody that looked as sloppy as I did, <laughs> like on a website or on right. a social media platform. I'd be like, sure. like, mm. so how'd you, how'd you come up with the name fix? Does that have any meaning or anything? Or did you just say it went where you're just like brainstorming, throwing shit at the wall and then you're like, fix. I don't know. Honestly, I kind of, I was just thinking of this. Stuff. I want like aesthetically when I looked at it, I wanted to be just like quick and to the point. Like, Yes. I like that there's, like, two X's because, I don't know, like, people just see, mm-hmm. who knows, maybe way later down, like, the road, like, if I have, like, something. An empire. Yeah, you know, it'll be, like, two <laughs> big X's or something. Yeah. I don't know. But fix, I don't even, I don't really have an answer. I think it was just kind of, oh, I think it was, like, get fixed or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then I'm, like, that could be very misleading depending on. Sure. So I was, like, fix is good. Fixed beauty. And then, you know, our email is get fixed. Yep. So it's, uh, it just all kind of like rambled into that. And honestly, the way I picked it was I was just like envisioning it like so beyond like my dreams. Like, I don't know, like bad example right now, I guess, but you know, like Trump tower. So it's just a huge name. (laughs) And I'm like, where do I see like what, what's catchy where it's like, Ooh, 
Yeah. And that just, it stuck. I don't no know. matter who you are, what you believe or whatever, you see the name Trump. Like we went, me and my girlfriend went to Las Vegas a few weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, you know that. And, and, she, like, and she, I was just like, and over there, that, that's one of the Trump casinos. And she was, I was like, oh my God, like it's so recognizable. Like with the giant T's on the side yeah, of the building. And it's, you, just, it's like, you just know what it is. Dare I say right now in this time and age, it's iconic. Like yeah. it's like, and that's just it. Like there's so many things you see. And it's iconic, whether it's just a letter. It's like the Apple symbol. logo. You see it, that logo and you know exactly what yeah, you're getting into. Yeah, and you know it's money. Yep. Like, so yep. who knows? Maybe a huge X will be floating around. Hey. Maybe they want to, like, hopefully they don't, like, you know, confuse me with the exhibit or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, how did you, did you always know from a younger age that you wanted to go into this line of work? You said you went to cosmetology school in, in San Diego. Did you... From a young age, were you always just interested? Did your parents like notice like, okay, so she's kind of into the beauty and No, my parents were very like, You're going to college. Yeah. Like, like I mean, I grew up give this like, shit up and go and get a real degree. Yeah. Kind of shit. Pretty much. So it was more so along the lines of like I was a dancer for like years. So it was more like, you know, you have to wear your makeup and super mm-hmm. heavy. And like I loved it. And not to like toot toot, but like I did a good job. So a lot of my mm-hmm. friends were like, hey, can you do my makeup? Like this, this, and that. So I was like, yeah. Uh, it was, so it kind of just started there. And then I started to catch on. I was like, shit, like maybe I should charge them like five bucks or something. Mm. I got in trouble for that. They're like, you can't, you can't do that. And I'm like, okay, fine. So <laughs> that's kind of like where it started. And then, you know, um, we, I, I would say we were pr- predominantly like a Hispanic like community where we kind of grew up. So a lot of friends that I went to school with or, you know, they would have like quinceañeras or birthday parties and all. So it was just like, I'll do it. I'll do it. So that's just kind of how I found my footing with that, I guess. And, you know, I went to school. I was a great student. Mm-hmm. I got a ton of dance scholarships and, you know, I could have went for, you know, something that had to do with dancing, but it was like, that's not a real job. Like your career's over at 25 yeah, type of thing. So definitely soul crushing at the time of my life, that whole, like, you don't understand me phase but I, you know, I did it. I was like, well, then I'm going to community college and doing the bare freaking minimum. I'm going to get this stupid ass degree. Yeah. Paid all my scholarship money towards that, which was so painful. But, you know, I worked two jobs. It was a very, very long, like two and a half, three years. Yeah. But I can um, imagine. Yeah. But once I left, I was like, okay, well, that box is checked. Now I'm going to go do what I want. Yeah. And it took me a long time to decide, like, because I was doing makeup and I was doing good at it, but I was losing jobs or contracts to, these people who were like licensed and yeah. did hair too. I was like, well, wait a minute. Like I can do that too. So that's initially why. And then of course, you know, I got wrapped up in like the hair game. Mm-hmm. And then I did that for a few years and then makeup on the side. And yeah, I mean like here I am now. I definitely outgrew the salon vibe though. I was just like, I can't do one more fucking blow dry. Like my arms are going to fall off. Like I, I was so over it. So hair color was definitely, I was very good at it and I learned a ton, but I'm like, I can't, this is not it <laughs> for me. Like I can't go to the same place every day and like do the same shit with the same people. It was a great experience. Like I met amazing connections and all that, but it just wasn't, wasn't for me. So I kind of just like grew into this. I'll still take some color clients here and there, but you know, it's like special, mm-hmm. you know, like family members, sure. or neighbors and stuff like that. But other than that, nah. Wow, cool. And speaking of connections, let's talk about Jillian. How'd that happen? How did you guys meet, cross paths? What the hell? 
Let's hear it. I like totally stalked her when she reached out to me because I was like, people don't just do this anymore. Sure. You know, like with the whole social media age and all this, I got a DM and was like, Hey, like, you know, you know, you always get those DMs. It's like, Hey, your work's amazing. Message us to blah, 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 blah. And you're like, okay, whatever. And I thought it was something like that. So I was like, let me go check out her website. Let me go check her out. And I was like, holy shit. Like she is so legit. Mm -hmm. She, her style is so unique and so different. Yep. Like you don't, you could be scrolling the internet and see a photo that she took and you know, it's her. Yep. Like it's instantly. Yeah. Her aesthetic, like she's so badass. So she reached out to me and we, I was like, fine, cool. She's like, do you want to meet for coffee? She's like, you know, I kind of want to, this is what I do. I run like a boudoir studio and I would love to create like some packages that kind of incorporate or offer hair and makeup services. It's like, that is totally fucking cool. Like this probably won't work out. But, yeah. But you know, we'll why see. the hell not? But why not? You know, we sat and had coffee and talked forever. And I went, we both cannot remember the name of the coffee shop we went to. Cause we want to go back so bad, <laughs> but I don't, I couldn't even tell you what it was called. Wow. But we sat there and we talked and talked not like, so the gist of what we talked about was kind of like our professional plan, I guess. Mm-hmm. And the rest was just like, spilling each other's personal life like at each other like as if we known each other forever right so so crazy like we connected instantly and of course i asked her you know like well how'd you find me she's like well i just you know was hashtagging and googling like atlanta makeup artists like top rated this 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 and that and then she's like and i found you and i saw your work and and so since then what i say about two three no it's got to be like a little over three years now and since then it's just been it's been awesome wow awesome we just she takes our family photos. She we mess around sometimes, like with shooting. She we book each other, or she books me more so for stuff. I mean, she's a little out of like the wedding scene now. So whenever mm-hmm. I even try to like go that route, I mean, her price is she's worth every penny. But when people see like her work, they're like, "Oh my gosh, I want her." Mm-hmm. And then they're like, "Oh, well, like, you know, the day and age of like, well, I found somebody who could do it cheaper." And I'm like, "Well, then have fun with that." Yeah. <laughs> well, you pay for what you get for, dude. Nobody believes that. They're just like, oh, well, my friend is offering a special with, like, full makeup for $60 with lashes. And I was $60. like, $60, all right. And Ooh. I'm like, cool. Go, you have you go a blast. You knock yeah. your socks off, girl. Yeah. So, I mean, I actually learned the hard, ta- hard way with my wedding. I thought photography I could cut a corner. And it was terrible. Really? Terrible. I even, ch- oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. We took, fa- I showed Jillian the Photoshop of... Because in a few pictures, I want I have like a chest tattoo, and so, so I wanted to to crop it out mm-hmm. or Photoshop. It was it looked like my skin was melting, and oh, she was like, man. "I want to cry for you," and I'm like, "It's okay, I already did that. You don't have to do it for me." <laughs> I'm like, "But you know, this is this is why." Like, so I've even had to learn the hard way too. That's horrifying. <laughs> I is. hate that for you. Whatevs. Now we know. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. Wow, so that's crazy. So yeah, Jillian's great. She's she was the first episode on this podcast. Yeah. She the way we met is that she takes um a lot of headshots and stuff for Holder, um, which is where I used to work. Oh um, okay, okay. and one day, you know, it was my turn to get my headshot and she was in there taking pictures and she was like, Give it a give me a smile like uh and I was like Jim from the office where I kind of just like oh, glanced God, at the camera. You said it. Yep. <laughs> And uh, she was like, yes. And then we just started talking about the office. And I was like, you're so cool. Like, she's like, follow me on Instagram. We'll talk later. And ever since then, like, 
we meet every so often and talk about somehow doing something together. She really wants to do a history podcast that actually might oh come to fruition. God. That would so be like up her alley. That's what we d- talked about like for an hour and a half the other night when we got coffee and it, it very well might happen. So you guys totally that now that would be I'm such a history like I am like all about learning and listening about mm-hmm. it. But by no means would I be like, did you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, and, and she's good though. Like she, she knows her is. shit too. Like when I first saw her few like Instagram stories yes. of like the history. I was like, I was like, hold on. Let me read this. I was like, what this. the hell's going on here? Uh-huh. Like at first, yeah, I just tapped through, but then it was like seven or eight slides. And I was like, okay. I, I mean, I love history too. So I'm Same. like, I'm trying to go back and just, and I was like, wow, she, this girl really knows her she stuff. She even kind of did that when she went to Italy a few years mm-hmm. ago. Like she was like, po- and I'm just like, oh my, this is, this could so be a thing. Yeah. Like where you kind of just like virtually follow somebody through. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people have those like travel instas but right. nobody ever really attaches like that side history of it it's too. just like here look at me in front of the statue it's like how cool this pretty statue yeah like did look you how know? pretty i look in front of this statue it's totally. never like did you know that this statue was actually created to commemorate this right and it's like, right right wow that yeah like, jillian if you're listening hey yeah exactly time to start something she, she's 100 <laughs> jillian we just talked about it hopefully you're brainstorming put it out there yeah, exactly um does it ever i was wanting to ask you this did, did, did you ever so you guys mentioned that you you kind of play around, you do shoots here and there, like just willy nilly, like, yeah, sure. I'll throw an outfit on and just shoot. Did it ever worry you, especially with, and you could stop me if this is a weird question, no. but you have, you have your, your boys, you yeah. have your kids um, and your husband too. I'm just curious, like with her, your portfolio, when we were on her website the other day, scrolling through her portfolio and I was looking at some of the pictures that Instagram doesn't allow. Yeah. And I was like, oh wow. And she was like, yeah, Instagram will let me post this. Were you ever worried that like, I don't know that that would get out and your kids would be like, Hey, your mom is taking these kinds of pictures. Like, is that ever something that's ever crossed your mind? Stop me if this is no, a no, 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 it, it does. I mean, like me and my husband have even had like these conversations. So like we have already like discussed, like what's it like? I personally don't post them on mine. Like, right. I mean, if I do, it's, it's like, it's discreet. It's nothing like to, cause she's so, she's one of the very few people that could like make somebody take their clothes off and it not look cheap. Exactly. It looks genuinely like art. Um, so we've kind of established like what is okay and what's not. So she has a right. full on understanding of like, okay, like I, you know what I mean? Like sure. she, she has yeah. like these releases and all this stuff. So kind of at first it's more of a thing where it's like, Oh my gosh, like I can't believe like that's me, but it's never anything that's over the top where it's like, Oh my gosh, like I'm butt naked. Like, cause I would be like, no, Oh my God, no. Yeah. Like, cause even me would be a little, shy in that sense i mean the first time she ever shot me i think i was like seven months pregnant she's like we should do a maternity boudoir and i was like ew i literally was like that's disgusting Uh, i don't know (laughs) and she was like it's so amazing and of course when i googled it it was so tacky it was like the ones with like the chiffon Uh, like in the wind and spreading their arms yeah and And i was like there's like wings coming out like the side of you yeah and i was just like dude i'm not doing that and she was like come on like we'll just do a quick one like we don't have to post anything if you don't like it like and i was like holy crap like the i'm so glad i have those now i'm so glad i have those like i've never been a maternity like i'm sentimental to an extent but like not to be like, let's go take maternity photos. Yeah, you know what like, I mean? So no. it is different, so different than a lot of people done. And then the last time we shot, it was she it was in her new studio, and we were just like talking. She's like, "Do you want to?" And I was like, "No, like, but if you want to." And she's like, "Yeah, come on, like, let's play around the lighting, like this, this, and that." And we did, and like, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. At the end of the day, like, it's her art, it's her yeah. craft. Like, 
the least I can do is be like, sure, like post a picture. But I mean, I think we all kind of have like a good, well-rounded understanding of what's like allowed. Sure. And, and that's, that's, it's not even like she, it's not, she's not posting like porn. No. Yeah. Like it's not nothing like explicit. The positions aren't super explicit to her. It's like, oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's truly like an art form. And you know, she's, she does such a great job at like, with the discretion part of it too, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, and yeah. she supports all of her clients is their, their needs and wants. And Definitely. I mean, there's so many people that just won't release anything and sure. she's totally fine with that. But it's like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I think, I think when you know me too, like I've always been like a free spirit, open person, but um, obviously, yeah, now like things change. Like you have kids and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I've even, I've done stuff in my past where it's like, well, I hope, you know, like that never, ever like comes up again. Yeah, or my kids ever have to know about that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like my crazy LA story and stuff <laughs> like that. But it's like, I don't know. Not really. Um, I'm very, very happy to support my friend in that sure, sense. Absolutely. Like, and she knows me, she knows my husband and I don't think she would ever put anything out there that she would know yeah. I would be like sorry, but could we not with that yeah, one? Delete that one? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I a hundred percent. Cause on the surface, yeah, it looks like she's posting porn and like, that's why like Facebook and Instagram, yeah. like always flag her and well, make people, her take her shit down. Yeah. They're like, Oh my gosh, somebody in their bra and underwear. Somebody like, like, isn't that what you see at the pool or the beach? Yeah. You know, but it's people get offended and they report it. I don't even think it's sometimes half the time it's Instagram. I think it's literally people it reporting it that are just so like, Oh my gosh, this is, Try, I it's mean, 2020 and you're posting nude photos on the internet and they're not. Yeah, it, people are bored. People yeah. are bored. They have nothing to do. Yep. I had a post getting taken so down keyboard the other day. warriors. Yeah, because I brought up COVID and it was flagged and taken down and I didn't even bring up COVID. It was something along the lines of like, I was trying to be nice and do like a giveaway. Sure. You know, during these hard times. It was like, if your event or whatever has been postponed or canceled due to COVID, here's the details of whatever. Yeah. I'm not even kidding. By the time I woke up in the morning, it was taken down and I got this fat email from Instagram. Saying like you, you know, like you're you can dispute it. Your post was flagged and reported because it went against community guidelines. Like if you're spreading false information, and I'm like mm. false information. Though just the word was in there. Yeah, and just I'm the word like, COVID. yeah, I was like, Ugh. I've recently just cut off my personal Instagram. I'm like, what the hell is it for? Like if I just poured as much bullshit as I did into that into like my actual like business account, mm-hmm. like will thrive a lot more. I mean, right. I, d- I definitely do cater to it, but you know, it's your personal one. So you could shit post on there all day. So it's like, Oh, here's my kids doing stupid stuff or my <laughs> dog or here's what I'm eating. But it's like, who, like, who gives a shit? Who cares? Yeah. Like, that's what my parents said when they first, I was like, dad, you got to eat Instagram. And he's like, nobody cares about what I'm eating for dessert. You know? Like, and there's, yeah, it's fine. I think I'm getting to that point in my life and I'm just like, who cares? Like, why am I like, and it's a little freeing. Like, yeah. I cannot tell you, like, it's like, oh, I got this coffee this morning. Oh, hold on. Well, let, let me put it on the story. Let me tell yeah. everybody. And it's like, oh, I got my nails done. Let me wrap like, it around this coffee. I know. And I'm like, day. you know, because this sounds really mean, but it's like, when I see that, I'm like, who fucking cares? But here I am doing it. And, too. I'm, and I'm guilty of it, too. Like, I yeah. went to a New Realm Brewery last night and I, I was like, oh, I better post a picture of my beer. But then, like, there's this thought process of, like, who gives a shit? Like, <laughs> yes. no one cares that Logan went to New Realm. Like, there's this, like, trend going around on like tiktok i don't have a tiktok but you know it still gets out there oh yeah where it's like this compilation of people and oh my gosh what's it called it's like it's pretty much these people and oh my gosh validation it's like um and here on another series of seeking validation from complete strangers and yeah. if these people 
going so out of their way to take these photos in the middle of a street blocking traffic. Like, oh and you, it's painful to look at. Yeah. And then we, but when you see it, you're like, oh my God, I'm I so one of those people. Yeah. And I'm so freaking guilty of it. And you know what? By no means, people make a living off doing that shit. Good for you. But I'm just like, you know what? I make a living off doing something else. Let me just pour a little bit more in that right. direction. Right. And not post my cocktail of the hour. Yeah, right. <laughs> Renee, there there's comes a point in every pod that I ask every single one of my guests the same grouping of questions, just kind of like, you know, on this pod, I interview like people that are artists or musicians or friends or family, but I ask everybody at the end of the very few same grouping of questions, just kind of to relate, because at the end of the day, with all the hate and nonsense that's out there right now, you know, we're all human, we're all, we all think and do the exact same things. You you see the memes and you're like, wow, we all had the same childhood or yeah. wow, we all do the same thing, but we just don't know it. So they're, they're easy questions or nothing crazy. I'm not going to back you into a corner or anything okay, like they're, okay. they're first date <laughs> questions. It's, it's nothing crazy. Um, what do you get when you go to the movies? Like to eat? Yeah. Oh, I'm weird. I hate the movies. Really? Yes. My husband loves the movies and I'm just like, ugh, like we so have to sit been... there. We can't talk. And he's like, well, that's a good thing. Like you can't interrupt anything. <laughs> he's but... probably tortured then if he loves the movies so much and he probably hasn't been able to go to a movie oh, all I year. Know. I know. He loves the movies and it's like, want to do date night? He's like, you want to go to the movie? And I'm like, but that's not date my idea fun. of a date. That's what my girlfriend says. She's like, last thing I want to do is go to a movie and not be able to talk to you for yeah, two hours. And it, but like, that's probably your guys' way of being yeah. like, that's the point. That's the point. <laughs> I get to enjoy something without you interrupting. Yeah. Me. And look, I'm still spending time with you. Yeah. You're still here. Quality time. This yeah. Is what you here, wanted, let me hold right? your hand. Yeah. <laughs> I'm bad. I am like, that's when I get my big like purse. And, oh like, yeah. Stop at like racetrack or like the yeah. liquor store. And like there are a few shooters in there. Like, so oh, wow. Okay. I know I'm terrible. You get the shooters. Yeah. I'm just like, let's, you want a box of wine? Like, yeah. <laughs> so when I go to the movies, I'm that person. Wow. I mean, but, or raisinets. Those oh, are yeah. so hard. Raisinets to are tight. Yeah. Those yeah. are hard to find mm -hmm. like just anywhere. So in the movies, it's like, fuck fine. I'll pay $5 for this stupid box. Yeah. Right. But you yeah. ever been caught sneaking things in? No, but let's knock on wood. Yeah. When we were kids, uh, do you remember back in uh, maybe 2012, there was that Aurora, Colorado shooting in yeah. the movie theater or whatever? Yeah. When the Batman movie yes. came out. I still get weird. I'll sit there and be like, shit, somebody could be like really pissed off today. Yeah. Like yeah. So when we, me and my p parents and siblings went to see that same movie the next day and out of precaution, the movie theater was searching oh, purses no. for weapons and stuff. And, like, my mom, like, when they opened her purse and saw, like, the 12 boxes of candy or whatever, you know, from Dollar Tree or Walgreens yep. or whatever, she was just like, my kids must have put those in there when, when before we left the house. I had no idea those were in there. They're like, ma'am, I want to know if you have a gun. Yeah, they're <laughs> like, ma'am, it's, it's one of those things that, like, I worked at a movie theater also in high school, so I learned when I was like, so do we care when people sneak food in? It's like... Yeah, I want to know. It's kind of like one of those things where it's not illegal, but it's kind of, like, frowned upon. It's... Yeah, it's tacky, probably. Like, yeah. if you get caught, it's probably, like, you get the highbrow, like... Because there's <laughs> some people that, like... Because I used to also clean the movie theaters, too. People would, like, buy a large drink and not put anything in it, and they would just, like, put, like, a 16-ounce, like, beer in the, the large cup. Oh, see, and man, I'd find, see like, I'm that person. I'd find, like, <laughs> McDonald's wrappings and Taco Bell. Like, people are eating full-blown, like, Chinese food in Dude, the movies, that's too. Me. Oh, my gosh. Is I that get, you? Yeah, yeah. I can't even lie. <laughs> you're sneaking the Big Mac meal in there Dude, and yes, you're just going I'd be like, let's hit up Chick-fil-A. Yes, and it's, like, <laughs> I always, like, I specifically go to, like, Chick-fil-A, too, because they have, like, that soft foil wrap. Yes. So you don't hear the like mm -hmm, the crunching yeah so absolutely <laughs> um what is there ever um is there a movie that you could go back in time and watch for the very first time 
Mm, that I've already seen, like mm-hmm. like something that you like when you saw it, you're like, wow, that was such a good movie. But like now, looking back, you could go back and watch for the same t- for the same. Oh man, effect. these are totally like my style of questions. <sighs> you know, this is probably not ideal because I feel like most people would like bring up like war movies or something like that, like but the Titanic. Or, yeah, yeah, which oh my, answers. yeah, I remember when Titanic came out though. My parents drove me. I wanted it so bad because I was like a Leo fan, still oh, yeah. a Leo fan. Oh, yeah. Like, and I'm like, I got to see it. Mm-hmm. And it was like the double VHS. My parents drove to every freaking store, Toys R Us. Try to find it. They finally found it. And I remember how much it cost. It was $17. And my dad was like, it's $17. Yeah, this isn't worth it. Like, yeah, what the hell is this? but they got it and we watched it. And I tell you, I watched that stupid movie at least once a week. I loved that movie. But a movie that I feel like I can, and this is really weird because the movie is kind of like, what the hell? My favorite movie in the whole world is like Wayne's World. <laughs> That's I know. Great. But like I just have I think I have this like what's the word I'm like, this 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 what's the word when like you think of something and it makes you feel like nostalgic. Nostalgic, yeah. This like nostalgic connection to that because it was definitely like in the nineties. My parents were totally like my parents were so fucking cool. Like, they were, like... Big Saturday Night Live people and everything. They were just totally, like, that 90s grunge couple, mm-hmm. like, flan, like, but it was, like, not, like, right now where it's, like, oh, you know, it's cool. Yeah. It. Like, they were, like, in it, like, yeah. when the music was super good and, like, mm-hmm. all this stuff. So, and then that movie comes out that kind of plays all, like, these great songs in there and... I mean, it was just so funny. But my grandma is the one who showed me that movie. Wow. So, and I remember the first time I watched it, we were in her house, like, on her street in San Jose, like, where I was born. And I had to be, gosh, maybe five. I was still young. And she's like, oh, here, watch this. And Bohemian Rhapsody is the first time I ever heard it. And I would rewind that scene, like, all the time. And me and my grandma would just sing it at the top of our lungs. And I just... I felt this connection in that movie because the way they dressed in that movie reminded mm-hmm. me of my parents. I don't know. Very weird. I know. Very weird probably, connection, but it works. But it works. And whenever I watch it, I just get so like, oh my God, I fucking love this movie. <laughs> I love it. That's a, that's a great one. That's that's great. Um, what's the last thing that you sat down and binge watched? Or maybe not necessarily binge watched, but you finished anything recently on Netflix? Or Oh yeah, actually. The last thing I sat down, I don't ever watch TV. So if I'm like, holy shit, we got to watch it. It's good. And it was... Um, r- wretched, ratchet, ratchet, yes. Ratched with oh my, Sarah what do you think? I was like, I love Sarah. I love Ryan Murphy too. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I loved it. Yeah, I'm like, it was re- great. The way it ended, I was like, yes, a cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Let's do. Let's do season so two. Good. Let's go. So my girlfriend good. had watched it before I did, and I was like, she was like, I don't know if you'll like it, but it's got kind of an American Horror Story vibe. Totally, he's um, amazing. I think it's made by the same people that make it. Actually, it is. So she was like, you might like it. It's got the same. They've got the same like viewing on like gore because you know American Horror Story is like over the top, like slice the neck, just outpouring yeah, super of blood. Zoom in. They're super so zo- sexual it's, too. It's, yeah, I'm just sexu- like, this is like, like, they sexualize murder in a way. Definitely. Our stylist in Beverly Hills used to do his hair. Really? Um, he used to give him a haircut. And I remember we were just like, okay, like we, like the people that make saw and like shit like that. You're like, how like, and they're like, dude, everybody asks that. Like, how can you write this up? Like, you're so crazy. that it's like, everybody would think it when you get there and like take your head there that everybody thinks that. Yeah. Like you can think of it. You can make your head go there. And I'm like, I guess, but I almost wanted to ask when you were talking about it, did you ever like 
I mean, obviously you had that crazy run in with T Pain, or, or <laughs> did you ever like meet or do anything for any oh, famous, yeah, all like the time. really crazy famous people or anything? Mm. Maybe not crazy famous. Like you're not doing Johnny Depp's hair, but like, I mean, I met Johnny Depp. Oh wow! Yeah, him. Uh, I met Beyonce. And J- I was at, we were at a Grammy after party. Oh wow! So Naomi, actually, she we finagled somehow. She was like. I'll get the tickets. Like we're in, we were already kind of like in anyway for like what we did. Yeah. So it was just like cool. So we went there, and it was amazing. Like wow. absolutely amazing. I worked like the People's Choice one year too, and like there was a shit ton of people there. But yeah, I know Johnny Depp. With like, I met a ton of people that were so like nice, and it's so weird because when you're in that setting, you don't want to be like you don't fan be girl. Like, I don't want to like go up to Johnny Depp and be like. Because he's going to be like, who are you? Or like, what were you in? Or what'd right, you do? Because it's totally, yes, exactly. So, because that type of like setting is kind of like everybody there has a place mm-hmm. and like everybody's supposed to be there. Right. So it was very, very like fortunate that we were even able to get access to like get on a list and all that stuff. So you don't want to go up there and be like, oh my God, like, hi. Like, hey, uh, <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to disturb you. Yes. But. but I mean, like I made it a freaking point to be like, oh, let me just be like, oh. <laughs> Sorry, let me give you personal space. It's just like no, just a quick exchange of words, yeah. and I was just like, I, I gotta go. Like I shit my pants. Like I was <laughs> so like, oh my god. And then Jay Z and Beyonce were up there, and then it was just like a quick like encounter wow. too. So never anything that was so like, yeah. So and so, I would like not to be like, yeah. I mean, you know, Beyonce, we kick it. No big yeah, deal. Like, like never anything like that. I mean, I was Bob Saget's like hair colors for <laughs> a few years. That's funny. So when they were like filming like Fuller House, yeah. Like, there's that. And, I mean, like, there there are people... I feel like the people that came in our song were more of, like, the behind-the-scenes, like, freaking ballers. Like, mm-hmm. president of Lionsgate's film. Right, like, CEO, producers and shit. CEO yeah. of, like, Telemundo. Like, that guy would roll in with, like, legit bodyguards and would have the salon, like... Wow. Nobody else is allowed. Like, yeah. there'd be bodyguards that, like... So you'd see, and it's like, holy shit, like, money is power. I gotta get on this. Yeah, <laughs> really, though. I want to be walking around with bodyguards yeah. just to, like, get some Chick-fil-A. You know, just so people would be like, oh, shit, what's going on over there? It's like nothing. I'm just me. Yeah, I'm just me. <laughs> Don't worry. Do I'm, you want a burger? I'm just so important that people have to walk around and make sure nobody touches me. There was a, a project somebody did that where they just imitated what celebrities would do. Really? And within a month, they were like being chased around town. And there were nobody. It was crazy. And I'm like, who would want that, though? Yeah. That sounds terrible. <laughs> If you could uh, sit down and have dinner with somebody dead or alive, who would it be? Ugh. Basic question, but a great one. It's so hard. Very. So hard because, like, I'm a huge music fan, but then I'm, like, a huge Jesus fan. And then I'm, like, I don't know. That's a popular answer is Jesus. Dude, seriously. But it's, like, uh, I don't know. Because you'd hope that, like, you sit across from Jesus and he's just, like, this all-knowing, like, amazing person. But what if you sat across from Jesus and he was, like, yeah, I mean, the yeah, whole Messiah you know, thing is just kind of a side gig, and you're just like, uh, what? Be like, wait, no, wait, Jesus, no, what? No, this is not the Jesus that we've been told about for yeah. centuries. Yeah, and you know what? Like, I'm a huge, like, I'm huge in my faith and all that, so I don't know. Like, that's, like, kind of, like, I guess a curveball with, like, the Jesus thing because it's, you know, like, God's not dead, <laughs> yeah. you know? So it's kind of like, well, cool. Like, we can chat whenever. Yeah. But I don't know. Um... I honestly, I'm trying to think. Another popular answer probably is mm, like Oprah, Michelle Obama. I fucking hate Oprah. I do too. You do? I, I don't know what the deal is. Me neither. I'm just like, shut 
I think she just like broke barriers for her time. She did, and, and good for and her. Good for her. Good for but, her. Uh, but nowadays, like your girl, your show's over. Kind of just just stop just and stop, stop pe- like pointing people with your stupid suggestions of like what they should use. Everybody's like, well, this is an Oprah pick, and I'm like, this is trash. I'm telling you that right yeah. now. Like, yeah. I promise. Oprah doesn't know. Oprah's almost. She's uh, what? How old is she now? She's got to be close to 60. Yeah, I'm like, she's like 60. Of course she's going to think this is good. You're in your 30s, homegirl. Like, yeah. calm down. You don't need this. Don't take makeup suggestions from a girl who's never done her own makeup. <sighs> Maybe before she was famous. Sorry. People are going to come at me for that. But. I know. Sorry, everybody, if you love Oprah. Ooh, I know. Off the top of my head, it'll probably change if I keep thinking about it. But right now, right now in this time, yep. is Selena. Oh, really? Oh, my God, yes. She is, like, groundbreaking. I love that she was, like... Mexican-American, I am Mexican-American. I love that, like, just her English, Spanish was in her first, like, she mm-hmm. is so more than, like, her songs and stuff. And yeah. it's just, like, that woman has been passed on for years and has, She's like, great. literally left an amazing legacy for women. Not even just, like, American women, but mm-hmm. for women of, like, different diversity that are, like, well, shit, I can do this, too. Right. And she was beautiful. She was, from what I have seen and grew up and obsessed over seems like such an amazing person. Mm-hmm. Like I would, Oh man. Oh, I would, I'd have some pizza with Selena. 100%. <laughs> cool. Uh, what's, uh, what's the best concert you've ever been to? Oh, I used to be like a huge rave goer, so I used to go to like all the EDCs and all that stuff. So like, uh, it's very hard, like depending on what type of vibe you're going for, to top that. Mm-hmm. That, those are just so so much fun, and it's just crazy wild time. So those are kind of on 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 their own planet. But I'd say this is everybody laughs when I say this, and it's not because they're my favorite band or anything like that. But like, <laughs> my husband and I, wh- who was it? It was. Under Oath, Corn, and st- um, not Stone Temple Pilots. Oh my God, um, Alice in Chains. Oh wow! Yes, it was so. Co- and when Corn came on, Corn dude, I literally was like, "What the fuck?" Like, oh my God! Like they were so. I felt like I was like fifteen again or something. Yeah, that was one of the most intense, like so good shows. But Depeche Mode is one of my favorite bands. Is probably one of my favorite. I'm like super eighties. Like yeah gothy like vibe so like they were amazing too <laughs> wow i love concerts yeah i, I do too to uh, hopefully they come back oh at God. some point i, I really hope do so i hope so because i never got to go to enough i like went to like one concert a year and it was Same. like i just made sure that it was like the banger of the year like i went to see uh i saw travis scott that was the last concert i went dude, to everybody and it said was that was blowing like, shit. Like, my friend went and she got they were like in the pit Oh my god! She I was can't like, imagine. dude, like it was. It was like a mosh pit. Yeah, like, I was like, just yeah, like, that would have been so fun. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, if you were an animal, what would you be? Mm. Probably something like feline, like mm-hmm. like a lion or a pet. Like a, that's my answer. Yeah, lion, like I'm gonna rule shit. Yep. Like Absolutely. I'm in charge. Like king of the forest. You know they say king of the forest, but they're in like, aren't they in the like like the. The Pride Lands or yeah, whatever. Yeah, I'm like, like, that's not the forest. Yeah. Or the, the rainforest. Yeah, like, I think the tiger's the king of the rainforest. Yeah, I'll take, oh yeah, let's go with that. Tigers are badass. Yeah, any like shit like that, it's like they just, Big you know, cats. they walk by and people like just stand at attention or yeah. like. It's like, stop. There's go hide it. There. Yeah, if yeah. they can't like keep up, they just go hide. Uh, what was your first job? Like, even back in high school or even middle school? Depending Parks on and Rec. 
Parks and Rec. Yeah, Parks and Rec. Um, I was part of the like rec- the show. No, oh, oh man, that was. I was be about so to cool. say, like, wait, what, no, are, what I, are you like, telling me right no, now? Like, like legit so parks wa- and recreation. Yeah, like legit parks and recreation for the city. Oh wow. Yeah, and I would, dude. I had no. I was like, how, that would have been a cool. Like, I wouldn't still live there, but I'm like, I wonder if I stayed there. Like, if I could have got, like, I could have been the mayor by now. Wow. I'm just kidding. Could have rose up. Right, but like, no parks and rec, and I kind of just, it, but it was shitty. It was a fun first job because you got involved in a lot of the city parades and stuff like that but it was i was pretty much a babysitter for the aftercare for after school kids like i think it was like kindergarten through third grade and so it's like you know where you like you wait for your parents to pick you up that, yep. that's what i did okay yeah. okay do you do you know what i mean when i say uh the three words stand mute cancel stand mute cancel yeah so no. it's almost like F Mary Kill. It's like oh. Stan is like I abs- you've you've heard people say like I stand that queen, I stand Beyonce. It means yeah. like I absolutely support, support no matter yeah. what. Mute is like kind of like Shut okay, up. I agree. Oh. I like you, but you're in the background. Like I can take it or leave it. Take it or leave it's a good one for, for mute. Okay. And then cancel is like get the fuck out of here. Like you suck. Oh man. Okay. So we're going to play stand mute cancel uh queso, salsa and guac. Oh, that's not even fair. Okay, okay. Queso <laughs> Salsa and guac. I'm gonna give my reasons too. Okay. So Stan is salsa 100. percent Okay. Um, mute is that? That's like the kind of okay. Yeah. Mute is guac. I feel like guacamole is very Americanized. Mm-hmm. Like we don't eat guacamole like everybody does at the restaurant. Like we avocado, mm-hmm. but guac is so like put that shit on everything, and I'm like, yeah, no. Like, no. I mean it's good, but when it's too over, like there's too much shit in it, it's I I don't like it. Mm-hmm. But I love avocado. And then cancel queso. Everybody hates me for that. I hate you for that. Queso. I won't hate you for that. I forgive you. I it case like cheese just doesn't work for you. No, it's good. Just stop drowning my food in it. Stop mm-hmm. trying to make my taco bowl not move with it. Yeah, queso. I feel like is another like super American. It is. Thing. It's like oh, put it in queso or yeah. put queso on it. Yeah, or, in it. or it's like oh, I would love this burrito and it's drowning. Yeah, and ca- like it's plastic like would you like cheese. some queso and a side of burrito at that point? Pretty much, and I'm just like. literally get the fuck out of here. Like I don't like it. And people are always like, I found the best. They always got to tell me I found the best Mexican restaurant. It's got the best queso, the best queso, the best. (laughs) And I'm just like, okay, when I want to eat good, if I'm not cooking and want some like home, like heartfelt food, I, my ass is over like in Norcross Mm -hmm. and like, Duluth area. Yeah. That's where, oh, those are all the spots are. I just got a new job in Norcross, so I'm open to all restaurants. Dude, I will just suggest them at me. so much shit at you. Okay. But if you want, like, Mex- there's everything there. Salvadorian, Mexican, Cuban. Oh, my God. The best of the best. Bet. I'll, I'll text you this week, and I'll ask for some recs. For sure. Oh, I will, for sure. And uh, so what's your favorite uh, fast food restaurant? Taco Bell. Okay. So recently... Travis Scott, you know, had that huge collaboration with McDonald's. You heard about that, yeah. right? So if I... Wait, w- he did? He did. He did like a thing where he, um, he they had the Travis Scott meal. <gasps> they did that with Jay Balvin too. Yes, they did it with him too. So if I pulled up to the Taco Bell drive-thru and ordered the Renee, what would they give me? Ooh. Um, well, it's depressing now because it's gone, but probably the, like, the, the pota- their spicy potato, mm-hmm. the little spicy potato tacos. So it'd be, like, two spicy potato tacos um, with a burrito supreme. Always. Yeah, with, like, 
hella sauce. Oh yeah. Lost in the sauce. Yes. Absolutely. The best sauce. You know, it took me years and it was like my teenage life where I, like we're eating and I'm like, we were at Taco Bell. I'm like, this is Mexican food. I'm like, this is trying to be like a burrito or a taco. Yeah. It was so weird. Wow. Yeah. That's how not Mexican food it is, but I didn't even connect the two until like later in life. Wow. So, yeah. Wow. Well, <laughs> Renee, now is your time to go ahead and plug everything that you've got going on, your business, whatever, Rebel Boudoir, anything you want to plug or promote or whatever. Go for it. Uh, I don't know. Well, I guess just a lot, what a lot of people don't know about Fix Beauty is we are as full service as we can be. Uh, my husband kind of takes over the bartending aspect of it. So, um, and then Jillian, whenever we can, like, you know, we're kind of like a well-oiled machine. So we're going to do the hair, makeup, some bartending. He could pull some strings as far as catering goes. Um, if anybody needs anything like that, absolutely. Like, we're your people. Um, and we travel. Like, we're always in, like, or not always, but we'll, North Carolina, Alabama, like, a lot of people will do that too. Um <sighs> what else we're not just weddings i feel like a lot of people think that like oh like you're just weddings and it's like no like anything it's anything whatever you need like that limits us to you know (laughs) that like you don't call us and be like can you fix my roof (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i mean i will say um this i'm meeting jillian after this for a little bit so we can talk about 2021 oh um 2020 has been so conflicting on so many levels but you know people keep asking me like how's 2020 been? Oh, you know, kind of with this like heavyweight expression. And Mm -hmm. I feel like it's so easy to be like, Oh fuck this year. Yeah. So quick off the bat to name all the shitty things that have, that have happened. But I find myself, I just want to keep making a point, especially to pass it on to people. Cause maybe it sticks, but like, yeah, you know, it sucks. It's been rough, but so many amazing things have happened. Mm -hmm. Like in, I just, that state of mind has to stay relevant. Otherwise, like, you're just going to feel like shit all the time. Yeah. And I got down, like, it was, the last few months have been rough for me emotionally. And it's like, I just got to get out of that rut. And so I'm so looking forward to 2021. Me and Jillian definitely have some blueprints in our brain going. I'm kind of, I feel growing out of the wedding e-vibe type of stuff. So Probably coming in this next year, we're going to kind of generate a whole other plan that's more outreach to women, mm-hmm. um, you know, because we're in this industry where it's like everything's so temporary, everything's so superficial. It's yep. like, here, let me charge you all this money to make you feel so amazing for an hour. Yeah. And it's kind of like when it's all said and done, like, what's our mission? What's our statement? And I don't want it to be temporary. You know what I mean? Sure. I, I want to have like a... A long-lasting effect. Yeah, and something that's based, like, around our community. So when they hear our names, they're like, man, like, they're awesome. Mm-hmm. They're not just for, like, the people who want to, like, look nice. Like, they're helping people. And that's just it. Like, I don't know where or how we're going to start or what strings we're going to pull with what communities, whether they're safe houses, rehabilitation centers. Wow. Anything like that. But, like, that's kind of where I feel a huge push for me is going and – that is probably what 2021, that is what 2021 is going to be about. We have to come, we want to shift gears a little bit and kind of graduate from this kind of just surface level and just go deeper Wow! in our community here, like in Atlanta, because a lot of people need it. Yeah. And there's not a market for it. A lot of people, oh, I've never heard of that. Or, oh, that would be so cool. There's nothing like that. It's like, cool. Mm-hmm. Well, there should be. Well, there you go. Yeah, there should be. So baby steps. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
Awesome. Well, Renee, this was uh, probably the greatest interview I've ever done. Really? Like, no lie. Like, no offense to all my other guests and everything, but, like, this was a a great conversation. Thank you so much for taking the time to sit down and talk to me. This was a lot of fun. We'll probably... Based off of my experience, I don't know about you, but probably maybe do something in the future again with yeah. Jillian too. That would be awesome. And um, yeah, everybody, I'll put uh, her stuff in the description of this episode so that you can just go click on her Instagram and follow along and all that fun stuff. And just like I said at the top, make sure you follow me as well so you can stay up to date with my stuff as well. And uh, yeah, I'll tune us out. Renee, thank you again so thank much for coming so much. here. Bye. Bye.